Are you ready to jump in God's word today? Oh, come on. Are you ready to jump in God's word today? We are continuing our throwback series, looking through the Old Testament heroes. And today we're going to be looking at the life of Jonah. Jonah is a Old Testament hero. If you're not familiar with the story of Jonah, Jonah was given the God-given task. God has said, hey, Jonah, I want you to go and reach the people of Nineveh. I want you to go and preach to the people of Nineveh. And Jonah said, that sounds good, but uh, I'm going to go the other way. And Jonah went the exact opposite to give you just a little bit of context as it relates to the people of Nineveh. They weren't nice people. Uh, they were uh, enemies of Jonah's people. They were not nice. They were, they were evil by many aspects. They were, they were people that would instill fear and terror amongst anybody that they encountered. They were absolutely a devastating force when it came to taking over and overtaking other communities. They were known, the people of Nineveh were known to not only take over the communities, but they would kill the heads of these cities and they would dismember their body parts and carry them around as they passed other communities as a badge of honor, as, a, as something that they would carry with pride to let them know, hey, we the people of Nineveh and you ain't going to mess with us. This is the people that God called Jonah to go and reach. He said, hey, I want you to go reach those people. And we see Jonah say, uh, listen, listen, Jesus, uh, the way this is, he's like, nah, I'm going the other way. He, he went the other way. And Jonah penned the words long before Frank Sinatra did. Jonah said, I'm going to do it my way. Like, <laughs> thanks, God, but I'm just going to do it my way. Uh, I can remember, how many here today, not, not by a show of hands because this is a good group of people, but how many here today you'd be like, man, I think there may have been a time or two in my life where I've done something my way and it didn't go as good as I thought it was going to go. I remember growing up, my mom was collecting items from different family members and she was going to throw a garage sale. And so she cleared out one of the rooms in the house and put all of these items in the room. And I'm a kid, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I, I, I like to look at things, I'm a, I want to see what's in there. So I'm going in the room, Bo, get out of there, stay away from all that stuff. I'm like, Mom, that looks fun, like just a bunch of stuff. I don't know what, he, what any of this thing does, but gadgets and whatever. I'm just going to go play with it. And she's like, stay out of there, stay out of there, stay out of there. So I did what any other uh, kid would do, and I went in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember there was piles of clothes, and I made like this pile of clothes. I jumped on the pile of clothes like it was a, a pile of leaves. I was having a blast, and I, I made me a mountain of clothes. It wasn't quite Mount Everest, but it was close. I was climbing. I was, I was up on top of it, and I was like, I just took a big jump. I remember taking a jump and landing, and I heard a noise. I was like, I looked down, and my foot was bleeding. I had stepped on a piece of glass, and the glass broke and cut my foot open. I went from having fun to crying, and my mom, I could just remember my mom saying, I told you not to go in there. And sometimes in life, when we go our own way, things happen. You know people, you've encountered people, you work with people, you go to school with people 
whose theme song for their life is, I did it my way. It doesn't matter what God's word says. They're just doing it their way. And you've seen the outcome. You've seen fractured relationships. You've seen the family drama. You've seen the, them sabotage their career. You've seen them go through financial hardship. You've seen some walk through depression and deal with loneliness. You've seen some who have been addicted and they're distant from God because living our way never turns out the right way. When our way doesn't align with God's way, it will never work in our favor. There are some of you here today, some of you watching online, you have your own plan for your life. You're going your own way. Your theme song is, I'm going to do it my way. You're doing relationships your way. You're doing your money your way. You're doing your career your way. You're doing friendships your way. You're, you're doing life your way, and it's left you sitting in a bad place. This is what happened with Jonah. He, he decided that he was going to do it his own way, and it caused him some problems. It caused him some pain. And today, we're going to learn from Jonah today. The message title is Life Lessons from Jonah. Life Lessons from Jonah. First thing we learn from, from Jonah is this, our way is never better than God's way. Oh, come on, look at your neighbor and say, it's never better. It's never better. Come on, look at your other neighbor and say, I tried it, trust me. <laughs> God, our way is never better than God's way. In Jonah 1, verse 1, we read, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. When he went down to Joppa, he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. In verse 4, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Jonah simply does not want to do what God is asking him to do. He, he believes that his way is the better way. His way is better than God's way. Jonah goes over 2,000 miles in the opposite direction of where God has called him to go. Over 2,000 miles in the opposite direction of where God has called him to go. And he recognizes, and I hope that we recognize today that going our way will always get us further from God, not closer to him further from his plan for our life, not closer to it. And one of the most deceiving things about doing things our way, ours, our way is, is that we think our way is the right way. I can remember there were times my mom loves God and she's a wonderful, wonderful woman. But I remember at times as growing up, and I'm wondering if you ever encountered the same thing, where my mom would say something to this effect: "Is my way or the?" We all grew up in the same home. <laughs> And, and that's true sometimes the way we live our life. We're like, ah, oh, no, it's my way, and that's it. And God's saying, no, listen, it's my way. My way is best. And here's the truth. We're all tempted to make the decision Jonah made. 
We're all tempted to make the decision Jonah made to do things his way because we think that our way is better than God's way. We're tempted to make that decision, number one, because we don't like God's way. We don't like God's way. There are times that God's way will require us to do things that we simply do not want to do. God asked Jonah to preach to the city of Nineveh. Listen, God always, in the Old Testament, he sends prophets to preach to his own people. The city of Nineveh was not one of God's people. The city of Nineveh was not Israelites. They were Assyrians, which is enemies to God's people. And God tells Jonah, hey, I want you to go to the enemy and preach against it. And some of us here today, we can sit back in our seats or we're sitting watching online and we're like, yeah, Jonah, that's a bad move. You should have just listened to God. But God is calling him to do something that Jonah simply did not want to do. And that's the truth that we find ourselves in sometimes. God's calling us to do greater things, and greater isn't always easy. It isn't always convenient. It isn't always for the moment. But God's saying, hey, listen, I have something for you. Would you just say yes? Would you just say yes? They were enemies to the people of Israel. God asked Jonah to go and preach to the city so that they could have an opportunity to repent. And Jonah didn't like it his way, and he went his own way. And I have a question for us to ponder here today. Are you running away from God because you don't like it? Are you running away from God's way because you don't like it? You don't like God's way of forgiving, and so you're not, I'm not turning the other cheek. I'm going to punch the other cheek. Like, that's how I roll. You don't like God's way of waiting to have sex before, uh, before marriage. You say, oh, but we're in love. We're, we're going to get married anyway. I don't like God's way of tithing 10%. I'm not giving money to the church. Come on, Amazon Prime Day, let's go. Like <laughs> Netflix, hello. Like We don't like God's way and we make a decision. We don't like God's way of controlling our anger and we just pop off and we, we go off on people and, and we just say, oh, that's just my personality. We don't like God's way of honoring our father and mother. And My parents aren't worthy of honor. I'm not honoring them. They're horrible. We choose our way over God's way because we don't like God's way. And secondly, we don't think that there will be any problems when we go our own way. And we see Jonah encounter problems. God tells Jonah, go to Nineveh, preach. Jonah's like, nah, I'm going to the boathouse and get me a, a ticket. We're going the other way. I can imagine Jonah thinking, oh, this is going to be good. He's sitting on the boat. He's got his feet up. He, he, he's like this cool wind in his hair, he's hanging out, and all of a sudden, the Bible says that there's a storm that came. The storm was so severe, it threatened to break the ship. The clouds came rolling in, the storm began to brew, and what happens is we find that the people on the ship threw Jonah off the ship because they recognized that Jonah was disobeying God. He went from being on a boat thinking he was headed in the right way to being swallowed by a fish, living inside of a fish for three days and three nights. We can all fall into the trap of thinking that our way is better. But the truth is, is that when we choose our way, it may not be immediate, but eventually we will face hardship. We will face trouble. It will come at a Point. Proverbs 14, verse 12 and 13, in the message paraphrase, says it like this. There's a way of life that looks harmless enough. It says, look again. It leads straight to hell. 
Sure, those people appear to be having a good time, but all that laughter will end in heartbreak. Going our way leads us into trouble, and it oftentimes leads to pain and to heartbreak. I can remember when my wife and I found out we were having our first kid. We found out that it wasn't just one. It was two. We were having twins, and, and at the time, we had smaller cars, and so I made a decision. Like, I'm a man now. Uh, I got kids coming. I'm married. Uh, we, we're just going to get a new vehicle, I, and by new, just one we could afford. And so uh, I went car shopping, and by car shopping, I just drove by a car dealership I saw on the side of the road. I'm like, that looks like a good one, and pulled into there. I was like, oh, I like this car. This is a really good car. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't bring it to a mechanic. I think I, I brought my wife in and was like, hey, you like it? She's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. So we, we bought the car, and it was great. It was a car I'd been wanting. I was like, this is awesome. The car, this is amazing. I got kids coming. I got the car. I didn't bring anybody into the process. I didn't ask any any wisdom. I didn't do any car shopping. I go to other dealerships. I didn't look online. I didn't do any of my due diligence. And you know what? Three months later, you know what happened? Found myself stranded on one of the busiest roads in my city because the transmission went out. That's how I felt. <laughs> you know, hindsight is always better. People say, man, if you would have just asked. If you'd have just brought this to someone, if you just sought counsel, and the truth is, is that God's telling us today, hey, if you just be obedient to me, if you just say yes to when I'm calling you, I've got you, I'm going to cover you. It may not seem convenient, it may, not, it may be hard, but I promise you, my way is the best way. I won't leave you stranded. I won't, you won't be dealing with heartbreak and pain. When we go our own way, it leads into trouble, leads to pain and heartbreak. The second thing we learn in the life of Jonah is we learn this, that God is always making a way for us to get back to his way. God's always making a way for us to get back to his way. In Jonah 1.17, it says, now the Lord provided. Come on, say that word. Remember, say provided. 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 This is key. This is huge. This is massive in this story. The Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three Nights. I just want, somebody needs to know this, that sometimes God's provision isn't all shiny and smelling good. Sometimes God's provision is for your protection. And you say, I'm sending this because it's what I got to send right now. All you got to worry is that you are in my hands. I am in control. It may smell funny. It may look funny, but just you got to trust God that he will provide. He is always making a way for us to get back to his Way. Even when we run from God, God is working. Even when we rebel against God, God is moving. Even when we go our own way, God is still in pursuit of you. Jonah went his own way. He turned his back on God. He told God, hey, listen, I got this. Thank you, but I got this. I'm going. And he found himself being thrown into the ocean, left there to die. He was fighting for his life. The waves crashing, trying to keep his head above water, waves coming over him. He may have even gone under and lost, his, lost breath for a little bit and he just kept fighting back up. And he may have been on his last breath and all of a sudden God's provision came by way of a big fish and it came to save him. Listen, as we run from God, God is always chasing us. God doesn't quit on you. He hasn't given up on you. 
You, have may, you may have run 2,000 miles from God. You may have gotten yourself into a terrible situation. You may have the biggest mess in your life. He is there to save you. He will send a fish just like he sent Jonah. He's going to send something to save and protect you. He will bring you back to him. Sometimes our spiritual journey is a little bit like the action movies. When they get into the car and they're running away from whoever they're running from, and they get in and they didn't know how to drive a car two minutes ago, but all of a sudden they're professional. They got emergency brakes, they're whipping around the corner, turning hard, turning right. They never run into another car. They dodge every complaint. Like, like they're just running away from the enemy. Your story may be that. Your story may be, I'm just going to do whatever. No, nah, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to do my own way. I'm going to do parenting my own way. I'm going to do my finances my own way, my relationships my own way. And you're just diving, going your own way, your own way. You just need to know that you cannot outrun God. You can't. God is pursuing you. He's on hot pursuit after you. You keep running, he keeps chasing. He keeps sending a storm to bring you back to him. He sends a fish to bring you back to him. You can't outrun God's love. You can't shake his mercy. You can't hide from his grace. You can't escape his compassion towards you. You can run 2,000 miles the opposite direction, and God will get you back to him. Somebody ought to thank God for his pursuit of your life, his pursuit of your story, his pursuit of your purpose. God is chasing you. He won't stop. God is a God who loves his children. And he says, I will go wherever, I'll keep running after you. The beautiful thing about God and the way he operates and what he provides for us, God will always give you a chance to take a U-turn. God will always give you an exit to take that you can say, I've been doing this thing my way for far too long. I'm going to go ahead and take this exit. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to get back on God's way. God will always provide a way for you. It wasn't too long ago. My family and I were going back uh, home to visit family in Louisiana. And my wife was driving the car. And I'm sitting there. And I don't know if I was watching my iPad or typing something on my computer, and all of a sudden I hear something hit the car. I'm like, got my attention. I'm like, what happened? She said, there was a PVC pipe that flew out of the truck in front of us. It hit the, hit the concrete and shattered, and then I hit the pieces. I'm like, okay, does everything feel good? And she's like, yeah, it feels good. I'm like, okay, let's keep going. We got somewhere to go. Let's keep going. <laughs> About 30 minutes later, I'm like, hey, go ahead and turn that air conditioner on. It's getting a little warm in here. She's like, it is on. I'm like, well, it ain't working. We got to our destination to realize that the pipe that had exploded on the concrete had hit the condensers in the front of our vehicle, punctured it. And uh, it's never good when you get a call from a mechanic and it starts off like this. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> several hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, we on vacation. We're like... Well, this is what we got an emergency fund. But I, just side note, I can't stand spending money on something that just for it to work the way it's supposed to. Like, it's not even an upgrade, right? Like, I'm a, and like if I'm going to buy something, let it be an upgrade, Jesus. But if I got to pay for something just for it to work the way it's supposed to, man, I'm upset. We're sitting in my in-law's house, and my father-in-law comes up to me and said, Bo, you, you walk through the whole scenario. You call the insurance? No, nah, we good. Everything's fine. I don't know what they're calling for. He's like, no, call the insurance, man. I think they can help you. I called the insurance company. I explained everything. 
Oh, yes, sir, you have full coverage. That's already been paid in full. Uh, I want somebody to know here tonight or today, it doesn't matter what you've gone through. It doesn't matter what's happened in your life, whether you did it or something happened to you. There is a God who paid a price in full for your life. It's been paid for. God's saying, would you just come back? to me. I paid the price. I paid the sacrifice for you to walk in the anointing and the purpose and the divine provision that God has for your life. Somebody ought to thank God that God paid a price for your life so that we can walk in forgiveness. And God pursues us and says, hey, I've got something for you. I've got something for you. It says this in 2 Corinthians 5:21, for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. God sent Jesus to pay the price so that we can get on the right way. God sent Jesus to pay the price so that we can experience forgiveness. God sent Jesus to pay the price so that you and I can spend an eternity with him. The last thing we learn in Jonah's story is this, is that God's way is a grace and mercy way. Right away in Jonah's story, we see God's grace. We see God gave Jonah a second chance. He gave him a second chance to do what he was supposed to do in the first place. When he knew God's way, he chose his own way, and God's grace and mercy over Jonah's life allowed for him to jump right back in. And God said, hey, would you go back, to, would you go to Nineveh? The assignment is still the same. Would you go to Nineveh and preach the good news? He showed Jonah mercy. He gave him grace. He gave Jonah another chance to do what he had told him to do the first time. That's the God we serve. That's our king. That's our savior. That's the God of this universe. I want somebody here today to know that it's not too late. It's not too late to do whatever God called you to do. He's a God of grace. He's a God of mercy. The truth is, is we live in a, in a world that doesn't have much grace. We live in a society that doesn't have a whole lot of mercy. You may get disowned by your family. You may get fired by your boss. Your teacher may flunk you. There, there's not very many second chances. There's not a whole lot of mercy. There's not a, a ton of grace. But thank God that God's way is full of grace and mercy. We learn from Jonah that God's way is full of grace and mercy. Hebrews reminds us in verse 16 let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need God's there God has grace and mercy for you you may have been running you may say man Jonah got 2,000 miles man I'm like 20,000 miles away from God God says he got grace for he has mercy. God is pursuing you. I was so blessed as a kid to be able to be raised in a church. My family was a church-going family. We went to church every time the doors were open. 
I can remember times in my adolescence and my teenage years, I'd make some decisions that weren't the best decisions. Go to hang out with the crowd that I probably shouldn't have hung out with. I'd do things I probably shouldn't have done. And I remember without fail, there were moments after moments after moments after moments where I was revealed, where, where I, I, I saw God was pursuing me. I remember I remember the, the phone calls I would get randomly by people I didn't talk to a whole lot. It's like, hey, man, God just wanted me to share this with you. I just remember on phone calls just weeping. I remember being a teenager, going to youth service and sitting in the back and just like, oh, I'm just here because my mom made me. And it felt like the pastor, the youth pastor had a message where I was the only person in the room. My heart just began to be tugged on. I just, I was reminded God's pursuing me. I can be, I remember moments where, where I would put on a Christian song. I didn't even know the song, but I listened to the lyrics. And through the song, through the worship experience, it was like, man, this is for me. God was reminding me, I'm chasing after you. God is chasing after us all. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Turn around. Make a U-turn and go God's way. God's way is always the best way. Would you bow your heads?